0: Well, what would have been called a ridiculous game for any other team was just a normal day at the ballpark for the Halos on Monday night. We're going to recap last night's game with the A's, and we're going to answer this question, what the heck do you do with Jose Suarez? It's time to get locked on with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los
1: Angeles Angels podcast.
0: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get podcasts, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. And those watching on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribed and click the bell to be notified every time a new episode
1: drops. Thank you for being here for this episode of Lockdown Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, aka the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother, Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother, John. Mike, you can take your positivity and stuff it, because I got (laughs) nothing nice to say about this team today. Good. And everybody thinks that we can't keep it real we're about to keep it real for you yeah we've been fans of this team for years through all of the miserableness that they put us through uh more than just this last decade actually we actually were around when uh they used to be good remember those days mike when they used to be good no those days are long gone (laughs) long gone it's our second season here at lockdown angels today's show we're gonna give you an update on jared walsh max stassi and tell you why mike thinks edgar caro should be called up from Double A. How about that? But we got to recap last night's game. Classic Angels, I guess you could say, because that's just the way the cookie crumbles with this t- stupid team.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and that's the right word, stupid team. That's way to keep it clean. Eleven to ten, they lose. They're down seven to one, and they come back. Then they're down eleven to eight, and they try to make a comeback. And Louis Renjifo decides that he is going to ruin this game single handedly. Although he yes. didn't do it single handedly, it was a lot of other players. But Renjifo. Throwing to third, uh, Renhifo cutting off a double play potential. Renjifo trying to stretch a single into a double, which shouldn't have been stretched into a double at all. Meanwhile, Why is as, this? Meanwhile,
1: Gio Urshela is just sitting on the bench. That's right.
0: All. Why is this AAA player in the lineup? I don't understand that. With Gio Urshela on the bench, he should be hitting. Uh, and then it was ugly at the start. Johnny Jose Suarez five mm-hmm. home runs, seven total runs. It looked like slow-pitch softball out there. I mean, he was literally (laughs) underhanding pitches, it felt like. First three innings were terrible, and then the last two, he got five innings, you know, miraculously. And the last two innings, he was much improved. What
1: happened, John? Pitching coach Mike Trout stepped in and told Phil Nevin, something that their own pitching coach Matt Wise couldn't identify from the bench and Mike Trout for the second year in a row has identified that the starting pitcher or I should say the pitcher on the mound is tipping their pitches so Suarez sets up in his setup position changed in the fourth and the fifth inning yeah. so he was giving away when he was throwing the slider or the sweeper or whatever the heck we want gonna call it this these days and this is important because His setup prior to that was giving a clue as to what pitch he was throwing. The fastball hand positioned on top of the ball, the off-speed hand on the side of the ball or under the ball, and you could see it in his glove. You could see a gap in his glove. The lower position was showing this, and the higher position hides hides it, and so they... Trouty called it out and he did it again. And, and Matt Wise, what do you even do? I'm going to quote, I think you should leave here. What yeah. is it? Figure out what you do because you sit there and watch this happen and nobody can identify this. Mike, Sam Blum just had a great article on Andrew Wance and how uh, he's made some improvements because of Bill Hazel, the guy that they just hired from Driveline, who's the assistant yeah. pitching coach. Yeah. Give him the job. I don't care anymore. Matt Wise, Matt Wise. And Phil Nevin, all these holdovers because stupid Artie Marino was gonna sell the team this offseason. They thought, well, we better just keep the the band together. That's what they did. Yeah. That's what they did here. So if you can be you can be mad at Phil Nevin. Listen, I know he, he had no bullpen to go to, but you can be mad at Phil Nevin, you can be mad at Matt Wise. But this starts at the top. And it starts with Artie Marino and his stupid decision to stay and put this team and its fans through another year of misery. No bullpen to go to.
0: And that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, right? I I think that the the, the stupidest part about this this game last night was the fact that that the Angels had come back already and had yeah. really not just given up. Like yeah. they, normally the Angels kind of roll up into a ball and then ask for their passing, <laughs> but, but last night they fought, right? And They're then passy. No no bullpen to go to. Like get somebody up. Carlos, you're throwing right now. Like yeah. Matt Moore, you're throwing right now. This this stupid statistical metrics nonsense, yeah. this crap. It, it's the it's the reason why this team isn't winning. And then I I like Jaime Berea. I like Andrew Wentz. And and he came in. Wentz came in and actually had a really good eighth inning. And then you could tell he was struggling in that ninth inning. Yeah. But when they went to go to Berea, I was like, oh man, I just don't know about this because he's not a closer. Neither yeah. is Wentz. And you could tell that they were just really nitpicking up there. It was
1: like, literally, throw strikes, homies. Let's go. And Aaron Loop is just a waste of space on this team if they're not going to take him off the bench. I mean, at that point, you got to bring somebody in. And if if Carlos isn't available and Jose Quijada is not available because the data says so, then bring in Aaron Loop, who's just sitting on the bench, keeping it warm until they decide to do something with him. Because he's just a waste of space. He's a waste of roster space if they're not going to use him. Right. Angels
0: are 13 and 20 since the stupid Rob Manfred ghost runner <laughs> rule has started. And it's just been ridiculous to see the angels in extra innings. I mean, I was watching the game last night and my son and my uh, other daughter were coming and they were checking on me because they heard me talking to the
1: the TV. They thought the F word that, uh, uh, Familia was saying every time he missed, uh, the strike zone was <laughs> you actually was me. Yeah. in the living room. Yeah. yeah, no, that was the biggest. If you <laughs> want to talk about tipping pitches, talk about Jerry's Familia saying the F word every time he threw out of the zone right. and yet still somehow taylor ward chased so right. i right. don't quite understand how he didn't pick up on that tell that's like a it's like a basketball player going that's off as soon as it leaves his hand every yeah, single time exactly. right
0: it was just a ridiculous game john it was so ridiculous and, and it immediately going down to wh- what they were seven to one and and suarez struggling i i think johnny honestly like suarez can't start again no and 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 right the Su- after the game the, Phil Nevin was asked about that, and he was like, Well, you know, we're going to have a conversation about that, quite honestly. Yeah, no duh. Yeah, you should no have kidding. had that conversation a long time ago if you haven't had it already. Well, quite this honestly, was, this a, was the
1: joke. This was the get right game. There's no more yeah. get right games, Mike. This is the A's, yeah. the lowly A's, who 40% of their wins this season, all five of them, have come from the Angels. Yep. And so there's a fun fact for you. But the, the Suarez experiment is over, and everybody's saying, Well, he's got to go down to AAA. They have to DFA him. He's out of options. It can't happen. There's no chance of him coming back if they decide to send him to AAA, maybe run the risk because nobody else is going to want to I would run up. the risk, John. Yeah, I've been a cares? fan for a
0: long, long time. And, and Jose Suarez reminds me of all of those young guys that the Angels were supposed to have that were really great pitchers that were supposed to come up. The name that comes to mind right now is a guy from the 90s, Jason Dixon. He was going to mm-hmm. be the guy. He was going to come in and pitch right after Chuck Finley. And he was going to pitch right after all these great pitchers. And he was going to be in the line of Mark Langston and Jim Abbott. And who who is Jason Dixon? You probably don't even know that name. If you're a longtime Angel fan, you're probably like, hmm, that name sounds familiar, but I'm not sure. This happens to the Angels all the time. They have these guys. We hang on to them thinking that they're going to be something, right? A 25-year-old left-handed pitcher who's shown to have some really good stuff, but there is a difference between somebody who's got a lot of potential and somebody who actually can perform. Nestor Cortez is somebody in New York that really, really struggled and wasn't going to be a guy that, that they were going to keep because he was struggling with figuring it out. And then they gave him a shot and he's figured it out. Jose Suarez has had a lot of shots. He, this this Jose Suarez reminds me of the 2020 Jose Suarez yeah. during that, that terrible COVID year. And he was horrible that mm-hmm. year. He was terrible that year. And this guy could not hit the strike zone. And then when he tried to hit the strike zone in the game last night, he's throwing up cookies to batters who were... Terrible! Like these yeah. guys are not even hitting over the Mendoza line, and no. that's what's just so frustrating about this entire game. And then to come back, to come yeah. back, yeah. And then to say, well, you know, we're going to close this game out with Jaime Berea. <laughs> that that is just the stupidest thing in the world. And and that tells me, like, hey, Perry and whoever else is is Alex Taman in the in the front office. There's got to be moments where Phil Nevin can just use his gut to make a decision because I even felt it as a fan. I'm like, you got to go get somebody to shut this down and then yeah. give them the night off tomorrow or give them two days off tomorrow. But they're major league freaking pitchers. Come on. Yeah. You can't, you threw 18 pitches. Estevez didn't even throw that many pitches no. in the last game. No. And so all of this is, is just, it's so frustrating. I hate this team. Do your <laughs> job. Good grief, yes.
1: people. Yes. Nevin do your job. Bullpen guys do your job. Perry and let people do their job. Listen, Lots of interesting things happened with Taylor Ward robbing that Grand Slam, uh, which was great to see. Of course, the it way, all goes for by the way uh, stupid
0: fan fan. <laughs> That, that guy was going to be famous if he tried to get that ball, and then he threw a fit after he missed the ball. like I know. Just, you you got to know what's happening in the game, homie. Like that was that was going to be a Bartman play because that was just ridiculous. That guy could have that guy would have been crushed on social media if Seriously. he caught that ball. He would have jumped around and all that. Oh man, I was so frustrated with that guy.
1: Now so Brent, frustrated. Brandon Drury got his Silver Slugger reward on Sunday, and then he said. Oh, yeah, I do know how to hit. I yeah. remember hitting. Remember hitting? Good so on him. Two two home runs in the game, four RBIs. Neto has two RBIs, a hit by pitch. Uh, the 6-1, by the way. Wallach has a home run and a two RBI game. Ward saves a grand slam. Wallach gets pinch hit for for some reason with Matt Thies, who <laughs> fortunately walked, yeah. right? Yeah. Even though Wallach has a home run and a two RBI game. And and even if he got on base, Mike, you could have had Brett Phillips run for him and Matt right. Thies come in. To catch after that, but you sure. run out of catchers in this situation. Renfro saves a run in the ninth. Mike, it just it's all for naught. You got yeah. mental mistakes, you got mental errors from Luis Renjifo, you've got these decisions that Phil Nevin is making that you don't know if it's Perry Manassian and the analytics department. Something's gotta give here. It's just so ridiculous. And so if you're looking for positivity about this game, there's just none here. Not today. Uh, we, we've got more of that later on because we've got some some interesting topics of course now if you're still a fan like us unfortunately <laughs> yes. the angels are 11 and 12 they play the ace tonight 6:38 pacific time you can catch every pitch of the hometown broadcast with sirius xm on the sxm app you just search angels and coming up we'll give you an update on jared walsh and max stassi mike's got four reasons why he thinks the angels should call up edgar caro mike i think that's ridiculous but i'm looking forward to hearing your explanation Locked on Angels is brought to you by
0: BetterHelp. Ironically, this is perfect for Angel fans. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. This is why you should give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash lockedonmlb. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding, probably helping you to find a new team to root for. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist that can take you on a self-discovery journey from wherever you are to where you want to be. Therapy is helpful in learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries, and empowering you to be the best version of yourself. And therapy isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's for everybody and if you're thinking about starting therapy give BetterHelp a try it's entirely online designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and if you need to switch therapists there's no additional charge you can do that anytime discover your potential with better help visit betterhelp.com locked on mlb today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help
1: Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Mike, you know who I appreciate the most? It's not the people on the field. It's not the analytics department. It's our Locked On Everydayers who tune in to Locked On Angels every single day and join us every day of the week. We're going to recap each game of the A series, including Otani start on Thursday. The Angels play the, the A's tonight at 638 Pacific Time. Griffin Canning Looks to make it three straight quality starts since returning to the mound his first time since July 2021. He's done a great job so far. Catch every pitch of the Angels' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Angels. In a game like we watched last night, Johnny, it would have been
0: really great to see Jared Walsh come up to the plate because we need a he-went-to-Jared moment. He would have been on
1: the bench for Renifo or something stupid like that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right. I mean, I I would have loved to see him come up and I would have loved to see Max Stassi in there as well, although Chad Wallach is playing like a king. And I love that. So here's a couple of updates real quick on Jared Walsh and Max Stassi. Jared was with the team over the weekend. He was interviewed. He said he's doing better. He went to a treatment program in Utah. And he had been dealing with insomnia and headache symptoms, Mm -hmm. Johnny, for about a year and a half. It wasn't just recent, but it was about a year and a half. And doctors actually believe it's a neurological issue and it could have been related to covid which is really interesting and so he went to the doctors tried to work some things out he's been doing some baseball activities he took batting practice this weekend that was cool to see while she said he's been feeling a bit more locked in he should have said locked on and focused um and as of now there really isn't a timetable until he can come back he has to do a rehab start i loved what he said about himself and about this team, Johnny. He said, I believe in this team. He, he must have said this before last night. I right. believe in this team. And I think that they're going to play meaningful baseball down the stretch. Um, and he said, I, I, I kind of knew I was going to run out of gas if I didn't get some answers and hmm. figure out what was going on. If I couldn't improve the sleep, I couldn't improve the recovery. And for me, it was a business decision. I got to do what I got to do to get myself right, not only for my daily life, but for the guys on this team so that I can provide value throughout the season. Johnny, I would love to see Jared Walsh back on this team Mm -hmm. sooner rather than later. Do you think when he returns
1: that we will see the Walshie of 2020 and 2021? Mike, a quote like that is exactly why I like this guy. Yeah. Remember, you and I had a conversation uh, the end of last year, about why is it that we have so much rope and slack for certain players when they screw up on the field? Yeah. Jared Walsh is a great example of giving a long leash to somebody. Even though they might not be coming through, maybe they're struggling at the plate, Jared Walsh is somebody that I will forever give all the slack to when it comes to his play on the field, and and maybe he's not doing so well. Mike, neurological stuff, insomnia, migraines are absolutely no joke. They're the our, worst. our mother had migraines growing up and, and she would go into a dark room for most of the day because the migraine would just knock her out. My wife gets them. And yep. so she has to jump on it and make sure that she deals with it right away so it doesn't get worse. And then insomnia, when you can't sleep, no wonder that's going to translate badly to the field. And so for him to say, you know, I got to get right so I can be a better person in my daily life and be better on the field. Mike, I really think that if he can put these issues behind him, he will get back to being the Jared Walsh of 2020 and 2021. He's got a great career ahead of him. He is so needed on this team, especially after an outing like last night. Heck, he can even pitch. He could have come out of the bullpen in that (laughs) one, right? (laughs) No, we don't want to see that. We want him back at first base for sure. So Jared Walsh, I think, can get back to the guy that he was as soon as they can put these issues behind him and help him deal with it. I really admire him for getting answers with this situation.
0: Max Stassi is the other guy that's been out for a while, and there's this hip injury that they keep talking about and then there's family issues, and it's been kind of hush-hush. And and I think that part of that is just to be respectful of him. But it does feel kind of ominous. It does feel kind of heavy. And so our, our prayers go to Max Stassi and whatever he's dealing with. Mm-hmm. There really isn't a definitive word on when he will be back or what the family issues are. But the question I have for you, Johnny, is would you rather have Wallach starting over a healthy Max Stassi with mm-hmm. the way that Wallach has been playing so far?
1: Well, it's going to take Stassi some time to get back. And I would much rather see Chad Wallach in there right now, especially because Mike with Wallach last year, it was hit and miss. It was all or nothing. He would hit bombs like he did in the no hitter that he caught for Reed Detmers. And then of course, you know, he had a, he had a a home run and, and over the weekend that I got to see him hit. And then he had a great game on Monday, despite the A's and, and everything the angels decided to do to, to ruin that game. And so, but I looked at his stats in Triple A. He he was hitting over three hundred. Yeah. And so I I think that Wallach for now is a great option. When Stassi comes back, look, we don't have Logan Ohapi. I think I think you roll with Wallach, and I think you roll with Stassi. I I know Matt Thies is out of options. He's probably another candidate that nobody's gonna jump at the at the chance to get him. Right. Kind of like with Jose Suarez, Mike. I'm just so sick of the wrong guys being on this team. Yeah. I'm I I want guys who want to be there and produce and have results, and so far the results aren't there when it comes to certain starting pitchers, when it comes to position players on the field, and you think about like Matt Theis, and then you bring up Wallach, and what does he do? He hits a home run in his first game. The only offense of the game that won the Angels that Royals game on Friday uh, that I was at. I'm going to keep saying that. (laughs) But Mike, uh, there's a lot of decisions that need to be made here in terms of who's producing, who is actually uh, contributing to the team. Somebody like Luis Renjifo. Look, we, we took David Fletcher off the 40-man to make room for somebody here. I would have wanted to see Fletcher in last night's yeah. game, especially yeah. against the A's because he always crushes the A's. And I know this is a, a Walsh and Stassi conversation, but sooner or later, you're going to have to make some decisions about your roster. Who's contributing? Who's not contributing? Once these two get back, I think you roll with Walsh at first base. I think you put Jake Lamb down in triple a if he accepts that ex- assignment which I think he would and then Max Stassi and Chad Wallach as your two catchers this season both veteran guys both guys who have been around the block they're not gonna hit a ton but when they do it's a nice surprise you just want to be able to trust the guy behind the dish so that your pitchers have a much better time ca- uh, pitching in the game so they don't have to worry about if their throw is going to go to the backstop or not if they need to do a slider outside the zone. These guys are veterans. I think Stassi and Wallach are my choices for for the backstop.
0: show is brought to you by So Rare. So Rare is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace, transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 MLB teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, So Rare managers truly own their fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, and competing with pro- player cards against global opponents to win epic rewards. Win or lose, you still own your cards and there's no cost to play. Plus, the more you win, the more you advance, collecting increasingly powerful cards and accessing next level competitions and rewards like tickets and merch. It's really cool. Head to so rare.com slash locked on that's spelled dot E.com to draft your team of free player cards and set your lineup and start playing today. And you're going to win all sorts of great rewards. Again, it's so rare.com slash locked on to get started playing today.
1: All right, we're going to turn our conversation to something positive. There you go, positive people. We'll give it to you. I know that you're here for it. And I'm actually looking forward to this conversation because I'm really interested in what you have to say here, Mike. But Edgar Caro possibly being an option at catcher. Yeah. Perry Manassian said earlier this week after Logan El was injured that he would consider everybody, and that includes Edgar Caro. So let me give you his stats in A right now for Rocket City Trash Pandas. He's batting 385. He's got a 529 on base and a 538 slugging. That's good for a 1.068 on base plus slugging and OPS, a 200 favorite stat weighted runs created plus 51 plate appearances, a 21.6% walk rate and a 17.6% strikeout rate. So keeping it under 20%. Mike, why is it that you would bring up Edgar Caro right now? We got the numbers, but you said you kind of had some some gut answers, yeah. if, I, if I may. Yeah, so this team is under pressure, and you can see that. You can
0: see that they're making mental mistakes. You can see that they're struggling with runners in scoring position. You can see that they're pressing. Even the big guys, Otani and Trout, you can see that they're pressing. They are feeling the pressure. And so how do you get rid of pressure? Hmm. That, that's really the question I think the Angels need to wrestle through. And I believe that there are four ways to get rid of pressure, John. Confidence, optimism, tenacity, and enthusiasm. And hey. here's why I think Edgar Caro hits all of those categories and brings all of this to the Angels. First, let's talk about confidence. This dude's been crushing Double A, And A is where all of the great halos have come from in order to... Really crush it in the major leagues. Mike Zach Trout Netto, came, Logan right? Zach Neto, yeah. Logan Hoppy. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the list goes on and on and on. And this guy has been crushing it. And he has a, a, an arrogance about him in a good way <laughs> as he plays. He just is really, really confident at the plate. Second thing, he's got a lot of optimism. Just like Zach Neto, there there aren't like these heavy expectations on Caro. Hmm. And, and I think that coming onto this team, it's actually – perfect for him because you have Trout and Otani. Those are the guys that people are going to look to. Otani maybe even more than Trout Mm. to come through and to perform. And the reason why I think Neto is kind of finding his way and he had a great game last night and he's starting to hit a whole lot more and he just looks marvelous at short. I think that Caro actually will find kind of that same rhythm when he comes up to this team Mm. because he's going to be optimistic about what
1: he can do because all eyes will not be on him. Can I make a point, too, about the fact that there aren't expectations on somebody like Caro or even Zach Neto? Mm-hmm. It's because who's there couldn't possibly be any worse. Yeah, right? <laughs> right. And I feel like that was the case with shortstop, and the Angels didn't have a true shortstop. Uh, they sent David Fletcher, the closest one to that, down to AAA, and they brought up uh, Netto, which was yep. great because— yep. We've seen him be a true shortstop. And just like with Neto, I think Caro could come up and be a positive addition without any expectations, especially if you paired him up with a veteran presence like Chad Wallach or Max Stassi. But continue.
0: Yeah. So we talked about confidence. We talked about, uh, enthusiasm. I'm I'm sorry. We talked about confidence and then we talked about optimism. Uh, the third reason that I think that you bring him up and the way that you alleviate pressure is through tenacity. These boys that come up from AA have something that this team has lacked for years and that's Mm -hmm. energy. They've mm-hmm. had energy. They've had excitement. They've had a let's go, nothing can stop us mentality. And what I love about Edgar Caro is he's, he's got this youthful energy like Zach Neto does. When he got hit last night, Neto, he you know applauded and, and threw his bat to the side because he knew it was helping <laughs> this team. And right. this team has been stuck in meh or mid for so many years and they need some help. And so that helps alleviate the pressure. And then enthusiasm. Maybe even unbridled enthusiasm, John. Hey. Neto was recently interviewed and he said that he wants to help this team win no matter what he does. He doesn't care about his personal stats. And I think that Edgar Caro brings the same type of energy to this team, the same type of enthusiasm to this team. And why not do this? Hmm. We're always waiting for these guys. Oh, you got to let them cook. You got you to gotta let them develop in the minor leagues. You got to let... like. This team right now, what would you rather have? Would you rather have a Zach Neto or a Louis Renjifo? Would you mm-hmm. rather have a Matt Thice or an Edgar Caro? Mm-hmm. And I know people are like, well, wait a second. You got to let them like, figure it out in the minor leagues. I think that what Zach Neto is proving and what Edgar Caro is doing in AA right now is that these guys are ready. And, and as Lindsey Crosby has said on this show, they can only be in the minor leagues for a certain amount of time. And then there's nothing else to prove. There's a shelf I think, life. I think that Edgar Caro has hit that shelf life, John. And I think it's time for him to come up. Because the last eight or nine years, we've always waited for all of these players to come up. And then we've got somebody like Justin Upton in the outfield that we're paying a whole lot of money. And he's doing a whole lot of nothing. And and yeah. I, I think back to like when when Cole Calhoun was called up, remember when he was, when he came up, yeah, 2013. we were fired up about that. Yeah. And it was exciting to see him come up. And then he ended up being an incredible right fielder for us. And the reason why I'm so excited and passionate about this is because, I see what the Braves did. They brought Mm. their guys up. They have this young core of players, and now they've locked them up for years because they got the experience. So I really think that the best thing to do is to bring up Edgar Caro. I think that this actually helps get rid of the pressure. He brings confidence. He brings optimism. He brings tenacity. He brings enthusiasm. And I think that he actually would bring a whole lot of winning to this team and a winning attitude to this team. Bring him up. Have Wallach back him up let him impact this team offensively and let him grow defensively. Those are my thoughts. What do you say?
1: That's a that's a good point about the defense. I think that's the one area in which he's lacking, especially catching a uh, uh somebody like uh, perhaps Shohei Otani when he throws a hundred in there. I think yeah. that's the one area in which Edgar Caro is currently struggling with, so perhaps you would have Otani pair up with Chad Wallach like he did last Friday at the game that that I was at where I where they won uh, because I was there. I'm going to keep bringing it up. It's like the Baltimore Orioles. I'm going to keep bringing it up. So I think that's the one area in which Edgar Caro can grow, which is something that can only happen with experience. Right. And so if he does come up, I think that we need to be prepared for some defensive miscues. Maybe not the pitch framing is quite there. But like I said before, what's the worst that can happen? He's not going to be stabbing at the ball like Matt Theis and getting catcher's interference calls on him that cost you the game. The last thing I'll say, and I don't want to gloss over your point about the approach the Halos have taken in the last eight or nine years when it comes to prospects and players coming up, you're saying they should do the opposite. If every instinct they have is wrong, the opposite (laughs) must be right. I think that's a wise move, my friend. Let's do it. Thanks for making Locked
0: on Angels your first listen today. The Angels play the A's tonight starting at 638. Again, Griffin Canning is going to pitch. He went five innings in his first two starts, so we're hoping he can do it again. Got to get right. Got to take three in a row, and they got to start with tonight's game. You can catch every pitch on the Angels' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search
1: Angels. friends give us a follow at locked on angels on twitter to get our instant reactions after every game or at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram, and even on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube side. Hello, we're glad you're here. Comment below, get into the conversation, and we'll do our best to get back to you. Hey Mike, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's show?
0: Well, the Texas Rangers are looking fantastic, and their manager Bruce Bochy is somebody that one of our Locked On Angel listeners suggested the Angels should hire for this season. That's right, Donnie. What does Boch have that Phil doesn't? We're going to talk about that tomorrow on Locked On Angels.
1: World Series rings. Unless we could start.
0: There. <laughs> you know, there there's one point there's, yeah, there yeah you just, you just you gave away the segment
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right friends we hope you'll come back and join us for tomorrow's recap and that conversation about bruce Boche and phil nevin and what is missing there until then my name is john and that's my brother mike and my name is mike and that's my brother john can we get a win tonight? And Good I grief hate this people. team. <laughs> I hate this team, and I hate what they do to me. Yeah. I hate that I love them so much. And I'm going to watch tonight. That's I the most, know. Uh, That's the most ridiculous part. Oh, uh, He's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time, friends.